0: Hello, Azriela. Thank you for hopping on here with me today. I'm excited to see what we can chat about today and get to know each other and share some tips and tricks and, you know, the art that you got going on that people will find useful.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to get to know you. You can call me Ozzy if you like.
0: Ozzy, Ozzy. All right, Ozzy. I can do that. Ozzy. I can call you Ozzy. That's right. Where are you located right now?
1: I'm in the central area of Israel. How about you?
0: Woo! I am in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm speaking to Israel. Colorado is speaking to Israel right now, directly.
1: I love Colorado. I, I, I'm going there this summer, actually.
0: Oh, you are? Mm. What month?
1: In August.
0: Ooh, enjoy. Enjoy.
1: Thank you. It's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so you in Israel. I'm in Colorado. And actually, first person, I mean, I've spoken to that in Israel. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious now. So what's your story man? it? Okay.
1: Wow. So where would you like me to start?
0: Somewhere that's going to blow me away.
1: Blow you away. Wow. So I had a dream of moving to Israel for many years. Mm-hmm. And in 2015, I decided along with my husband to go for it. We took our three kids. We had three kids at the time. And we left Los Angeles, left the big city, and we came over here to live in a little village. And it's been a big adventure.
0: From LA to Israel. Is your family background Israeli?
1: My my parents are in California, uh-huh. and we have some distant cousins, actually, that live over here. Generations back, my husband's family went in two different directions. So some of them came here, uh-huh. and some of them stayed in Europe and went to the States. He came and visited, and we loved what we saw. So we just took a leap of faith.
0: So what do you love about Israel right now? I'm curious.
1: Sure so I my heritage is Jewish we have a lot of history with this land there are you know the majority of Israel is Jewish so there's a lot of culture that I connect with personally and a lot of history and a lot of spirituality mm. that I connect with and I feel that living here I am connected as strongly as possible to all of that so mm. that's one thing that I love I also love the beauty we have deserts, and we have mountains, and valleys, and farmland, and gorgeous Mediterranean beaches. Every day, I'm just blown away by the beauty here.
0: Wow, I can see it on your face right now. You look very relaxed, and you know, got the joy all running through your your blood, your <laughs> bloodstream. So, yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: So, so what's what's your profession, my friend? What what do you embrace and give that big hug that people love about you right now? What is that?
1: You know what? Authenticity is what I do. I Mm. help bring out the authentic self in my clients. I help people with their marketing and to show up online authentically with their businesses and in their marketing and to really bring out their purpose and to live their purpose and to live inspired by purpose.
0: Mm. How has that been going for you?
1: It's been going amazing. I see these transformations. I see what happens when you can really... Show up and be embraced and be seen and have guidance. I try to guide my clients to really reach deep inside in terms of what do they want to bring into the world and feel embraced in the process of doing it
0: mm. so this 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 sounds amazing by the way I'm, I'm I'm feeling it already I'm feeling this like so this this beautiful vision that you crafted for your for yourself and the clients, the people that you serve like when did you first started doing that stuff
1: so interesting because. My background is in education.
0: Mm.
1: I was a teacher. I was a school teacher for many years. And then I became a researcher and a specialist in education. And then when I moved over here to Israel, I was in a totally different society, different culture, different country. And I needed to step back and do something different. Mm. So I took about a year or so. I was going through a lot of changes, you know in terms of like spiritually and mentally and, and and really adjusting and trying to figure out how did I want to show up in the world? And one of the things that I wanted to start doing was sharing from my heart. And so I took about a year to write a book. I wrote a cute little book called um, beyond all things. It's a collection beyond of some um, beyond all things. Mm-hmm. It's a collection of spiritual insights. And I shared that and I started podcasting and interviewing spiritual leaders, pretty soon people were coming to me for advice about how to get out there and how to make put things into the world. How do I put a book in the world? How do I put a podcast in the world? How do I become more visible? How do I grow my business like this? And so it was this natural progression of just helping people.
0: It's a, it's a good profession of being helping people. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier, I was telling them about like, if we strip away like, like all the, the, the infrastructure stuff that we normally had to you know, slave away to and all that stuff. Like what is really left over is us helping the next person that comes behind us, like helping them. And if we can think about that direction, like hey, the, 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 the stuff that I went through in life, if I had to take that and give to somebody, that's going to make my life easier. It feels way more valuable to have that experience. But if you think about you're going to die and take it, you know, and not transfer it to nobody, whatever nobody got meant from it. And it feels like your life is not worth anything. But if you can give it back, that's when it feels like it's it's happening for you.
1: You nailed it. I cannot even tell you how well you nailed it. This is literally what I've been talking about for the last month. This exact thing. Something that I discovered that perhaps you'll relate with is that the more that we can look back at our lives and really acknowledge the challenges. Like if you can look back at your life and acknowledge, wow, that thing was really hard for me. Mm you know, a lot of people will compare their struggles, compare their pain, compare their challenges, and they'll minimize what they've been through. And in doing that, it's a real missed opportunity to give over what it is that you've learned, right? So if you can look back at your life and acknowledge for you, something was challenging, something was difficult without comparing it to anything else and getting so clear on the resources that you called upon and what you learned and how you persisted and how you triumphed, you can do that. You can write that guide and you can you can be that help for someone else.
0: That's the beauty of about looking back at your life and see the, the opposition that that was standing in your way, right? You kind of see how you can reframe it because this is something I, I also look at my life, life the same way too, it's, it's around appreciation, right? Like my past at one point, it didn't really look that valuable to me. Mm. Right. I, when i look back at it i was depreciating my past but then i flipped the script i'm like no asher like the universe went put you to that school that university right the original university you went through it you, went, you got schooled on it and now i gotta figure out how do i appreciate my past right if my if my past was like gold or some kind of stuff i gotta make sure the value goes up in it so i had to look back at it and try to make sure i appreciate it, increase the value of it and i started doing that and man life has changed life has changed how about you
1: i love that I love the 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 word even that you're using to appreciate it because that's it, right?
0: Yes, that's it. That's that's 100%. So, so let me ask you another question. And so looking at your vision and some of the opposition that you overcome, like what are some of the, the really transformative experiences that you've experienced that people can find value right now?
1: You know what? I think some of the most transformational experiences happen for me in mental institutions and prisons because you know, for me, first I was a volunteer in some prisons when I was younger. I discovered that we all want the same things. So many of the people that I got to meet and got to know were such bright souls and such beautiful souls. And unfortunately they'd been punished for doing things that they were doing because they had a need. They had needs that weren't being met. I think that's What we're all doing. We're really trying to have our needs met. And that can look like a lot of different things. So that was really inspirational for me. I spent some time researching what that looks like in some of the most troubled schools in Los Angeles. And I really believe that most deviant behavior is just a cry for help. And then in terms of the psych wards, I was a patient. I've been a patient in seven different psych wards. Tell yeah, that, so yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I've had so many mental health challenges over the years since I was a teen. I was diagnosed with depression when I was 15. And I remember sitting in the doctor's office, filling out this 21 question survey mm. and checking boxes. And at the end, the doctor took about five minutes and she added up the numbers and she gave me a prescription for Prozac and she sent me home. It was interesting to think about the fact that my whole life was then going to be cured and fixed by a pill, (laughs) but that's not what happened. That's not what happened. And that's not really what happens for anyone. When we reduce someone to a diagnosis over the years, I've learned that we're so much more than that. And we cannot be reduced to any label or any diagnosis. And my life's just been a journey. I've had different struggles over the years. I think I think first and foremost was stress and putting pressure on myself. Mm. You know, looking back at the times that I was in the hospital, it was always because I was putting too much pressure on myself. And I was trying to do too much and I didn't know my limits. I didn't give myself what I needed and I broke. Mm. Yeah. And uh, again, you know, going into these places, seeing people from all walks of life, meeting together and, and having a meeting of the mind and the soul was so healing for me because so often in life we're confined to our little communities and people who are like us, but getting together with people from all different places and and connecting on what makes us human is so powerful.
0: You slowly explained that. There's no, I'm curious to know, like how does it feel now to be like to be unbroken from the situation?
1: You know, I don't know if I'm totally unbroken, to be honest with you.
0: Okay, okay. Where are you at then?
1: (laughs) I feel like I'm always going to be a work in progress, Asher, because I think that's just what it is. I've never met someone who has it all together. Mm -hmm. I think that we can look out on social media and people can look like they do, Mm -hmm. but we are children inside. You know, I think we all have our ups and our downs, and our moments of glory and joy. And I think we also have a spiritual battle with self doubt in this lifetime.
0: Wow, you know, when you, we you first started, you said authenticity, and I'm seeing it right now. Like you just went there just now. As he just went authentic on me, I was asked her a question, and she's like, "No, Ash, I think I'm, I'm still a little bit. I got a little cracks in me still. You got yeah. a little bit of cracks. Hmm." yeah so it's okay, so since you have you' you're, you're going through the journey you're you're still repairing yourself, repurposing your mindset a little bit to kind of you know grasp this reality that you're experiencing. What are some of the 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 action steps that that you have done that people will find really, really useful right now in their life to kind of be on the same kind of authentic path that you're on right now?
1: I think that being courageous enough to share. Mm. and to speak your mind to ask for what you actually want and need to get in touch with how you feel is the first step right so getting really present taking that moment a lot of people want to run and run and run and do and you know there's the the youtube channel that's on or the podcast on or the the conversation happening or the tv and the phone and all the things that are input mm-hmm. but what about our connection? What about that moment of silence? What happens there? How do we feel? Mm. How do you feel in your body? How do you feel in your head? How do you feel in your heart? And learning about that and learning that every feeling and every emotion is natural and it's valid and it's human and there's no shame in thinking anything or feeling anything or even having done anything in the past. Because we are constantly recreating ourselves and our futures in every moment, so I think that's the first step. Asher is 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 getting present and in our own bodies and in our own minds and our own hearts, and then getting clear on what it is that we need. What do we need? For me, giving is a real need. I want to be useful. I want to be needed, and so it's kind of interesting because, you know, when I started out. On this entrepreneurial journey, I saw myself as like a spiritual teacher. I thought Mm. I'm going to go out there and teach the world all the things that have helped me to embrace this spiritual lifestyle. And I did that, but over the course of my process, what's been helpful for people are much more tangible skills and strategies and takeaways. So it could be something like teaching someone how to podcast. I just made a course on podcasting. And people just flocked to it. They signed up. They wanted to know, like, how do I do this thing? Mm -hmm. And I started offering content creation where I coach people and make, make these videos. You know, it's so funny. Like in my own journey, I always wanted someone to just show up, interview me, make me videos and share them. And where there was like some barrier between me and picking up the camera and doing the thing. And so I realized that just like you're interviewing me now, or just like I interview my podcast guests and make them video clips, a lot of people wanted that thing. So I'm offering that now as a part of my business. And I think that for me, turning my skills into concrete ways of helping people has been transformational. Um, I'm like really, you know, you can probably already tell like I'm really deep and I can get into these like really deep emotional conversations and spaces, but I love helping people do tactical things too. So that's helped me a lot to to achieve balance and feel feel purposeful.
0: Wow, that was beautiful by the way. That was Thank beautiful. Thank you. Said. You said something that 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 triggers a thought in my head. I want I want to tap back into it before we go back into what you do so so great. But you mentioned sure. something about feeling. You you mentioned something about feeling. And you you talking about getting people back into their body and I like that conversation. Because I realized that As a man, I was, you know, I kind of understand myself a little bit, but then I realized that the importance of feeling because the thing that makes you, you, like how you know you are you is how you feel. How I know I am Asher because of how I feel. So when I discovered that, hey, my feeling is what makes me, makes me me. Like without feeling, how how would I know who I am? Who who I'm supposed to be, right? It's just imagine if you and I had the same feeling, we wouldn't be separate. We would be the same. So the difference in feeling is what makes me know that I am me and you are you. So that started by feeling. I'm like, no, oh, people need to share what they feel because how they feel is how they know that they're they're they them. Because what I feeling, how could you separate yourself from everybody else in the world? So I, I really appreciate the individual experience of life. I see you got something on your mind, she share it with me. She yeah, it
1: with me. you know, I love that. And so as you're sharing with me, mm-hmm. I had this flashback to a moment where I went to Los Angeles to be with my dear friend when her son unfortunately passed away. He was 15 and um, he wasn't well and he passed away at a young age. And I went out there, I flew across the world to be with her and I sat with her over the course of the week. And in the beginning of the week, I wanted to be helpful. So I was like cleaning her Mm -hmm. house. People would come over to visit her and console her. And almost everyone who came would offer to help in some way. Mm -hmm. And after the first day or so, she sat me down and she said, Ozzy, I need you to stop cleaning my house. (laughs) (laughs) looked and what do you mean like there are all these people coming over don't you don't you need help and she said i need you to sit be with me i need you to sit with me Ah. i need you to feel with me wow and so she shared with me something i'll always remember that what actually brought her comfort was when people felt with her
0: Mm. that's what we want to share right and
1: I, I know it's like a sad example, but it was always so memorable for me. And I think that it carries itself forward into different moments of our lives. Like we have a moment of excitement really leaning into that with, you know, someone who who had a big win. It's like, let's celebrate with them. And if someone needs to be heard, let's be with them and listen to them and, you know, see what we can do to really fill into each other's experiences.
0: Well, and that's it's even connected, even more beautiful. I just thought about what you was talking just now. So, I have my individual experience. You got my, you got your individual experience. Now, when we ha- when we both feel the same way, then I know we're connected, right? But without the similar feeling, we're not we're not connected at all. So I'm I am you, and you are me. When we feel the same way, we're the same.
1: Yeah, but then yeah, when we have definitely. separate
0: feelings and we are different, so now like your friend, she was saying, "Hey, feel with me." like come into my feeling space and exist in the same feeling space that I'm existing right now. No, I know you're with me because we are in the same link. And that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I'll share something with you that I learned about feelings. And that's from a place called the HeartMath Institute. And they're actually a bunch of scientists Mm. who have all these complicated ways of, of understanding the human body. But something so simple that I learned from them is that when we move our attention to the space around our heart, we actually increase our empathy and we increase our intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm. Here is something even crazier, right? I was I was speaking to this lady. We was talking about because she was she was having a really tough time. We was talking about feelings. Because feelings is like something I really, I really love talking about. Because if you think about the five senses, right? The five senses, feeling is not one of them, right? If you think about it. You all five senses. But you know what they all lead back to? Feeling. If you see something, the whole you know it. It, it, because of the way you make it feel, right? So I realized that I started asking myself the question, like, what is reality? Because the evidence of reality is non-physical. So is reality even physical? So I tell myself, this is my story now. This is my brain Now say so reality is not is not physical because the evidence of my experience of reality is not physical. It's a feeling. and feeling is not physical. So then is reality physical? That's, that's even deeper. That's some deeper stuff right there. But I thought about it. I was like, "Hey, if everything I experience in reality is a feeling, then what is reality? Is it physical?"
1: I I think that we're energy passing through the physical world, mm. and I think that our separation is an illusion, mm. and we are particles of energy encapsulated in these like physical bodies that appear to be
0: separate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting, Well, yeah, I love I love your mind. Anyway, so so speaking through your 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 business adventure, the thing that you're embracing, you're hugging so tight right now that people people can come and get a hug of it too. Um, the you say you're online, you do you to tell me about your expertise again?
1: Sure. So my formal education is in an education and in leadership. Mm-hmm. So I really guide people in bringing their brands to the world and their voices to the world, and teaching and showing up and bringing whatever it is that they offer to the world. So I have all kinds of clients. Mm -hmm. I have personal organizers and I have health coaches and I have organizations and I have consultants and anyone who wants to show up feeling more inspired by purpose. I guide them in the process and I help them grow their impact and their income. And it's a really beautiful thing.
0: What if you listen to you right now? they can already tell that Azzy can go deep. as he has empathy. She's authentic. And she has some depth of spirituality and all the other stuff that goes on that makes a person a person. So Thank how you. can they, if they want to reach out and connect to your nurturing, your coaching, your love, and all that stuff that you're offering right now, how can they reach you?
1: Yeah, I think that there are two ways that are really great. If they are on Instagram, they can hop on over to my page, which is dr.ozzy.jankovic. Mm-hmm. or they can just shoot me an email and check in. I'm Ozzy at Co.
0: Mm, okay. Well, I will get the rest of the information. I'll make sure I add it to this conversation Thank so you. they can reach Ozzy, the amazing Ozzy. Well, it was nice talking to you. Is there anything else you want to add before I...
1: You too. I really appreciate it. I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and, and how you show up and that whole hug thing.
0: <laughs> sure. I can share a little bit of that. So, um, So my journey started... So I did 22 years in the U.S. United States Army. I retired last year, April. Wow.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I decided that I didn't want to get another government job. And my friends were like, actually, come on in, man. There's money here. I'm like, no, man. I want to I wanna embrace my purpose. I want to do something different, complete, completely different. So I retired from the military. I took a year sabbatical off. So the whole, for the, and last year all the way to April I didn't do anything but listen to a lot of books and write so i published my first book it's coming out on June 10th
1: congratulations
0: yes it's called Turn Your Traumas Into Treasure it's coming out so that's the one I'm working on that's going to get my start and going on and then um...
1: I love that title
0: yeah you do Ah, yeah. it's it's the title for the time right yeah it's title for the time yeah so I'm focusing on that and I'm working on writing a lot of books my goal is to write 86 books by my 86 birthdays that's my goal so I'm working on that So I got 43 years to do my work.
1: Wow. Yes. Wow. I love that. We're almost the same age.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm doing life coaching. So I consider myself a wisdom coach because wisdom is my highest value. So everything I do, I ask the question, is this going to make me any wiser? If it's not, I don't partake. So it's all about wisdom for me. So when I have conversation with people, because I'm a story collector. Because my 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 personal mission statement is I collect stories and circulate life changing wisdom. So I like to listen to people's story because I think there's so much wisdom in it, and I extract the wisdom from it and then use it to apply in my life and other people's life. So that's my that's part of my story.
1: That's beautiful.
0: What, what else you want to know?
1: So yeah, so you're writing this book mm-hmm. and you do this coaching. What problems would you say that you help people with?
0: Okay. So here's, so here's something I I, I, um, I validated a few a few weeks ago. So when I left the military, I had this big challenge. Um, I, was, I was doing life coaching. I was like, how can I get all the great stuff I did in the military? How did I bring it over to the civilian side? I couldn't figure it out. So I had got injured recently snowboarding. So I had surgery. Mm. So I was sitting around thinking about my life. And I was like, man, if I didn't make it out of this situation what would I want my mom, my dad, and my daughter to know about me over the last 22 years that I've been away from home in the military just chasing the breath of fresh air around the world, right? What would I want them to know? Say, so if Asher wasn't here, so I started asking some of my friends. So th- the idea hit me. Is like, Asher, go back and ask those people that you've been working with over the last 22 years. What would they tell your parents or your daughter? So I started asking them. And here's a common theme that showed up that really validate my purpose in life. So everybody say, Asher you were very good at helping people. You care for people. You do all you, all you can do to help people. And then it hits me. I'm like, this is a common theme I'm hearing. And then my great-grandmother, she was somebody that I, that I, I really look up to a lot. Um, she was someone I really took care of me when I was growing up. And she had a lot of gifts, a lot of spiritual gifts. I mean, some of the stuff people might think is crazy, but I will not want to share her story yet. But I'm just saying she reminded me of something that I'm here to master. Because she, when I met her, she was mashing the state, what I call the state of helpership. And in the book, I have what I call the eight major state of consciousness. And one of those states are the state of helpership. So she was mashing that state when I met her. And I really admire when she was doing it. So sometimes we meet people in life and we say, hey, I'm here to carry on their thing. right? Whatever their cause is, I'm here to carry on. But that's not what the universe is doing. The universe is saying, hey, I'm going to introduce you to the state that you're here to master. So you won't forget it. So now I was like, oh, my God, that's it. I'm here to master the state of helpership. And I'm hearing the same thing from all the people I work with. They say, actually, you do very well at this. Like the other part of the job, you didn't put a lot of focus in. When it comes to people, you were very good at it. So I'm like, ah. So it's time to cash in on that experience in the military. So I know I'm getting those stories, bringing them over on the civilian on the side. So on my podcast, if you listen to it, you're going to hear a lot of um, me talking to a lot of people of my past about what they think, what they think about me, what they like, what they don't like let me share what their experience was like I'm like thank you so much I appreciate it because now it validates exactly what I was thinking what I was feeling what I was doing but I wasn't putting that pin into it like i actually here to do that that thing here you're very good at it it's easy for you you get a lot of energy from it and all these people are saying that's what you've been doing for them this whole time so now I'm embracing that so now I find I purpose that. in my life yes
1: I love that beautiful okay Anything else? I don't know. It's just a pleasure to meet you. I really appreciate your time and I appreciate your interviewing me and I'm happy we we had a chance to meet.
0: Yes, we will do this again too. I have a feeling. Sounds good. Yeah.
1: Sounds good, Asher.
0: Okay, let me stop the recording now.
1: Okay.